Folks, welcome back to Degenerate Danger Zone. It is Tuesday, January 5th, and that means it's time to get some free money. I'm your host, Ty B, and I will be joined by Meerkat to give you our picks of the day. We got a lot of basketball going down between the NBA and the collegiate. And I think we're going to start there with some college basketball. And I'm going to start with an early game, a 2 p.m. start. You have Holy Cross at BU. These two teams just played yesterday. BU should have covered that one. Uh, They had the lead laid around 12 points, 11 points. Holy Cross ended up making it a seven-point game. I believe that was a a 10.5-point spread there in that one. But it was BU's first game having to wear a mask, which is a mandate from the county that the school is within. So when you look at that, these two teams are playing back-to-back, back-to-back days but they're not playing at Holy Cross this time. This time they're playing at BU. Any team who plays at BU has to wear a mask. I'd like the Terriers to be able to cover this minus 13 spread at home. They should have covered it yesterday. You know, when they're get, while they were getting acclimated to the masks, now they're used to playing with the masks. Holy Cross has to play with the mask for their first time. I like BU to cover and I like going with the money line and the under 145 there in that game because both teams, I think, struggle a little bit. Hell yeah, I love the double play, and I got one myself today. I'm looking at the matchup between the only two 2-0 SEC teams right now, Florida versus Alabama. I'm doing the daily double, two units on Florida, plus three, and a unit on their money line, plus 128. Florida versus Alabama. I'm sorry, Nate Oates, but I love Florida. <laughs> it's a team I've loved this year. They're 4 and 1 against the spread this year. And just going on history, they're 15 and 2 in their last 17 straight up against Alabama. It's just a matchup that they dominate in. Bama, 2 and 3 against the spread at home so far this year. Haven't been great at home, and they're home tonight. Uh, Florida only loss was to Florida State, who was a really good team, and they were up in that game until Keontae Johnson collapsed. Super scary moment. Maybe the best score in the entire country, an All-American type dude, collapses because of COVID complications, but the two games since he's been out – Guys are stepping up. You got Trey Mann. You got Colin Castleton. You have a bunch of guys scoring, you know, 15 to 20 points right now. That whole starting lineup is carrying where Johnson's left off. They have some big wins, and I like Florida. And I don't think they should be dogs at all. So that's why I'm throwing the double play. That spread, I think, is free money at plus three. This game shouldn't be very close if they don't win. And that money line at plus 128 is value. I can't pass up. Yeah, Alabama just came off a huge, huge win over a ranked opponent. Tennessee was ninth Mm -hmm. in the country, a 71-63 win. And I believe that was actually on the road too. So that's a huge, huge game uh, to get a win in. But you look at that team, I'd be a bit worried if I were you. They've been scoring well. They're starting to play a little bit of that NATO's defense. They're getting up and down the court. Uh, They're realizing that if you play defense, it's going to create and make things way easier for you on the offensive side, especially with their young guard, Javon Quinterly. He's a name to watch, at least going forward, even if you're not making a play on this game. But I'm going to make my play. I'm going to go in the Mac here. I'm going to take Bowling Green and Justin Turner to cover the spread against Central Michigan. Bowling Green's minus nine sitting around there right now think they should win this one they should win by double digits i like it at nine if it goes 
any higher, that's where you're going to have to worry a bit. But a 6 o'clock matchup evening Tuesday matching in college basketball, really like that play. I like that too. Um, I don't have another straight up play in college basketball today, but I do have a parlay I like. Three money lines, the classic meerkat parlay. <laughs> Gives you plus 163 odds, so it's pretty nice here. Uh, it's Kentucky money line. That's just a lock. That's a huge money line. It's the biggest one of the bunch of these. Uh, the next one being North Carolina's money line against Miami of Florida. Um, <clears throat> UNC is uh, starting to pick up a bit, but the thing they struggle the most with is shooting the three, and the thing Miami is the worst at is defending the three. So I think this is a game of UNC, you know, can even hit 30, 35% from three in this one, take advantage of Miami's terrible perimeter defense that they should be able to win this pretty handedly. And then Kansas is money line against TCU. This is a big matchup. I'm not downplaying TCU here. They're nine and two on the air, good team. But Kansas is really hitting their stride recently, too. Um, they lost big to Texas in their last game, and I like this team to bounce back. I'm not, I don't think this is a bad team. They played awful in that one, but they have huge wins against Texas Tech, uh, West Virginia, Creighton already this year, Kentucky, uh, Gonzaga game. Gonzaga is clear in a way the best team in the country. They only lost by 12, which really not that bad. And that was back in the first game. I think this Kansas team is looking to bounce back big after a loss to Texas against the lesser opponent from Texas. Mm -hmm, absolutely. I'd, I'd like those plays there, Meerkat. Let's hop over, though, into the association. First game is a very, very interesting matchup. You have the Jazz at the Nets. KD is ruled out because of COVID precautions. This line is moving all over the place. Jazz now minus four and a half. It was close to a pick em, um going into it two and a half earlier this morning when I woke up now sitting at four and a half at, at 1036 as we're recording. I think, you know, with this line movement, the Nets coming off a couple games where they've struggled, this might be a game where you get Kyrie and some of these role players to really step up. They haven't been shooting or playing defense very well these past couple of games. This could be that one spot where, Hey, you're at home. You're having some struggles. You figure things out a little bit early on. Most of these guys have had chemistry together at different points in their careers. Um, so you just have to figure out how to deploy them properly, get the right rotations if you're Steve Nash and company, which I think they will get figured out. I, I think I'm going to back the nets on this one, and I might even wait until a little bit later on. You got them at four and a half. Now that line could move even further, and, and you can get some real good value even on a money line. I, I'm sorry to do this. I don't know if you remember before we started recording, I said some of my picks today are, I hate them. They're gross. I was referring to this pick because the folks at home listening can't see this, but here's me taking a double play on the nets and then crossing it out because I talked <laughs> myself out of it and then taking the jazz. I'm taking the jazz plus four and a half with the first note I have down is this line's going to keep moving for the jazz throughout the day, I think. And so get on it. Don't take it more than five because I don't trust it more than that. It's like you said, Kyrie's got a chance to stand alone and be the sole guy, but I don't know. Karis LeVert's been super shaky this year. He's going to get more minutes now with Katie out today, but without Dinwiddie too, it's it, those are Katie and Dinwiddie are probably two of their top three players, you know, with Kyrie being Katie, Kyrie, Dinwiddie would be how I'd rank it in my opinion, but that's, 
that's rough for them. I, they've been a little shaky. We'll see how they do, but I would take the Jazz at minus four and a half, probably maybe minus five, but no higher than that because I think this line's going to jump around all day. Um, and the Jazz are just a deep team with scoring and defense. You look at their like team and they're scoring. Their bench, they have a ton of guys in the double digits. A lot of savvy vets who get it done, know how to control a game off the bench. I think this is a sneaky one, and I don't love this. As I said, I had a double play for the Nets and talked myself into the Jazz. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you, you absolutely never know. But another game I'm going to go with here is I'm going to take the Lakers minus nine at Memphis. These two teams just played on Sunday in L.A. The Lakers ended up covering, I think it was a 13, 14 point win. Easy, easy dub for them. Uh, they they struggled a bit down like 12 or 13 early, very early in that second quarter, but they were able to figure things out um, just, just a little bit of shooting woes early on, but they got all that sorted out and they were able to get an easy win. The Grizzlies are still going to struggle. No John Morant, no Jaron Jackson. They do get Grayson Allen back, but how is he going to be able to get open for those spot up threes when no one's spreading the floor? Jonas Valanciunas is not going to do that for you. I still love the Lakers in this one. I think Kuzma could have the potential to have a real nice game after getting himself back into the starting lineup because of some injuries. This is a spot where, you know, he can prove his worth to this team, get himself some more minutes and, you know, keep himself out on the floor a little bit more. I like the Lakers to cover in this one, Meerkat. Yeah, Lakers money line is going to be parlay fodder for me all day today. I'll probably take Minus that 420. as well. Nice. Yeah, nice. Exactly. I was looking at that. But uh, the my next NBA play, I'm call me Simp Cat because I'm taking the Nuggets minus 11 and a half against the T Wolves. Second game of a home and home. Nuggets are home this time, where they are play their best basketball the last few years, and they won the away one on Sunday, 124 to 109. The Nuggets' biggest thing this season has been figuring out their bench though they've been all over the place you have a ton of new names they're trying to integrate a lot of guys who haven't had a ton of playing time who are getting the chance now like Ian Hartenstein and um, PJ Dozier and then you got Facundo Campazzo who the Nuggets have been trying to lure away from the Euro League for three years now finally got him this year nice 28 year old rookie getting a lot of big minutes Jermichael Green finally catching a stride had a nice game last game I think if the bench can retain a lead for the Nuggets because they haven't been able to they will crush the T-Wolves tonight and Jokic needs to avoid that foul trouble he's been I don't care anyone else's opinion, and I know I'm biased, but he has been the best player in the NBA. This oh, he's year. He's, he's, he's averaging 20 to 11 and He's the leading assist leading assist in the, per game in the NBA, and he's a seven foot tall, three hundred pound center. Like it's, he's averaging triple double. He scores at will, and he's been getting less minutes because he's been getting in foul trouble. So he cleans up his act. I know he's fluctuating between skinny Jokic, fat Jokic. He doesn't know if he should drink the Pepsi or not. He's addicted to it. He's battling that addiction. But if he he gets his mind right and stops getting these fouls, yeah. I love he's, the Nuggets. He's averaging 58.5 points per game in, in our fantasy league right now. <laughs> he's absurd. Yeah, he's he's an absolute freak. Um, I, I don't know. The, the numbers, yeah, are insane. 22.3 points per game, 12.8 rebounds, 11.2 rebounds. Dare I say, like, he's – probably in the front running for the MVP right now. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else is really close. 
Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, Jalen Brown's playing un- unbelievable too, but. Yeah, but Jokic is something, you know, that's sustainable because he's always getting these triple doubles. He's always averaging 20 to 25 with 10 to 12 boards and eight to 10 assists. So he's finally stepped into superstardom, you know, the past year or so. Two years ago, he finished third in MVP voting and nobody batted an eyelash at him. And then last year, he really had a huge year again, got skinny, drew some headlines. I think he's finally got, you know, some eyes on him. People are looking at Denver after what they did last year, Jamal Murray, how young they are. If he's going to win an MVP, he's got a prime chance to do this year. No, absolutely. And that might be a, that might be a nice play too. If you're able to get your Mm -hmm. hand on some futures is getting some money in now on Jokic because that line, that number might just keep moving towards him and there might be no value in a few months if he's able to keep this up. Been absolutely yeah. phenomenal. But, folks, that's pretty much going to wrap it up for us. Oh, actually, we got to talk about the dart a little oh, bit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, what's, I, what's going on with, with this new dart here? I think I need a new dart board. Honestly, <laughs> I think the, I need a new bedroom. I need a new wall. Like I need, I don't know what's going on. There's some bad juju surrounding this Maybe thing. Maybe we got to burn some sage in there. Yeah, I was thinking sage, calling like a holy witch water. There's some voodoo. Yeah, some holy water. Bringing the dart to a church. Maybe getting it christened. Um, not sure if you could, you know, baptize a dart, but I, I might look into that because there's there's some juju some bad juju surrounding this thing right now i was hearing noises coming from that corner of the room last night when i was sleeping <laughs> around like 3 a.m i don't know what's going on man but this new dart back in black but maybe that you know signifies the darkness surrounding it because i'm kind of getting scared of this thing i'm gonna start <laughs> fading it <laughs> oh yeah we we really might have to but it, you had something else before we uh kick it off here just just one more. Gotta give a play on Tottenham. I know the Creek doesn't give us Carborough Cup uh, lines, but I'm going to take Tottenham's first half money line against Brentford, minus 110. You can get the first half money line for almost even money, but the full game money line is crazy uh, odds. So I think Spurs should dominate this game, and you've seen recently Jose switch to a more like heavy attack in the first half than playing with the lead and sitting back in the second half. We've been scoring goals in the first half and in the Premier League against better competition than Brentford. And I know you're going to get guys out there like Vinicius, Lamella, if he's not in trouble for his COVID fine, and a few other guys who haven't been getting a ton of time uh, out on the field, like Harry Winks today probably in this matchup. But these guys are looking to prove something. They're looking mm-hmm. to earn a spot on this squad. And Jose respects, you know, people who work their ass off and score and play their best game no yeah. matter the competition. So it's a good chance for these guys to really step up. And I like that first half money line value. And it should be a competitive matchup, too. Uh, Brentford's playing very, very well in the championship right now. I believe they're yeah. on quite an unbeaten run, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh they're not a team to take too lightly. I hope Spurs comes out with a little bit of fire. Um, obviously, we we know uh, their their struggles to win trophies. Let's let's raise mm-hmm. one this year. And speaking about trophies, Stanley Cup futures, NHL futures, they're all pretty much out. And be on the lookout at trainwrecksports.com. I'll be having a big NHL futures preview coming out probably tomorrow, which is Wednesday for you guys. Um, we're going to have some picks from – 
all of our hockey and gambling people for their picks for the NA or for the Stanley cup. And then I'll have some futures for each of the divisions and some of the best bets for the over under win totals and who's going to win the heart trophy this year. I think there's some real good value when you're trying to pick out some heart trophy winners, especially when you look at the Buffalo Sabres. So that'll wrap it up for us here for DDZ. Make sure you follow us at Degenerate Zone on Twitter for all of our content that we continue to pump out. Hopefully the dart can get its juju back. Meerkat, I believe in you. For myself, Ty B as well. Go go hammer the book. Hammer online. Call in your bets. Text them in. I don't give a fuck. Go get that free money. Good night. Now.